friends, Uncle Marv here with a live presentation of the IT Business Podcast in Denver at the PAX 8 Beyond Conference. And we're starting it all off with my friend, you all know him as the godfather of the channel, Mr. Rob Ray. Rob, how are you, sir? I am awesome. Godfather's a little bit extreme, but thank you. Well, I mean, I think there's not enough adjectives. Everybody's been calling you the amazing Rob, the fantastic <laughs> Rob. Um, but let's just start off with the fact that here we are, day one. Uh, I know you've been prepping for this. I know Absolutely. it's just been a grind. Uh, how's it feel to, to have it all kick off? Well, so far, so good, which is awesome. You never know. It's usually like you got to get the jitters out right, right at the beginning. Yep. And, uh, you know, go, make sure everybody's prepped and ready to go. But you're right. I mean, we've been rehearsing this and rehearsing this and rehearsing this for three months now. Um, we've been planning on this for, like, years because this was supposed to be happening back before the pandemic. So um, it's nice to finally get on stage and actually roll it out. It's nice to be able to get at least the morning portion done. we still got a little bit more work to do. we got some really cool innovation keynotes coming up, which I'm excited about. But... Uh, you know, the biggest thing is, the, I, I was a little bit, you always worry about these things, because you sell tickets to these things, you worry, is it, are people going to show up? And Well, they showed up. They showed I can up. Tell you that. Yeah, I they mean, did. I think the room was prepped for 1,500, and there was standing room only. Yeah, we had to add a bunch <laughs> of new chairs. That's always a good problem to have. Always <laughs> yep, a good problem to have. Always good. Uh, so, you know, you mentioned uh, getting it kicked off and started. So, the opening video, whew, Yeah. I mean... Chill bumps. That's, that was the goal. I mean, we're, you know, as a PAX 8 employee, you watch these things and it gives you chills because it's your company. If you can give chills to people that don't work for the company, even better. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. All right. So let's talk about the fact that this obviously is going to be the inaugural event here. Yes, it is. And do you think the build up to it has like met your expectations, exceeded expectations, the talk and excitement of MSPs wanting to come here and be involved? I think so. I, I think so. It's, I mean, it was still early. We still have, you know, a day and a half more of, of content. Um, but for me, it's a lot of these organizations, a lot of these vendors don't necessarily have personalities. And user conferences like this, when you can actually get other executives to come out and speak, give some FaceTime to some other people, listen to what their message is. When, you know, it's one thing to see me on stage at a Baski event talking about what's new at Pax 8. It's another to see the CEO or the CCO or the CTO talking about what's going on. Where's the investment? Where's the money being spent? What's next? What are we doing to drive innovation? Like that's for me, the more critical part about these things. Um, and so far, um, you know, Nick Hetty, our, our CCO, I think kicked us off really, really well talking about, you know, our journey here and uh, innovation, what we're doing from a, um, a teasers for marketplace, but then also uh, what we're doing from a vendor perspective, the announcement of CrowdStrike here. Like these are all, all big things I think we've accomplished so far, but we still have a lot more. All right, so you jumped ahead on me with a bunch of stuff. So okay, good. <laughs> we'll just get round, right round to it. Let's first start off with the fact of, I mean, the, the visual impact of the PAX 8 presence mm -hmm. is huge. Mm -hmm. Now, I've been to other vendor-sponsored conferences. Yes, they'll have other vendors in, and yes, they'll have a few staff in. It looks like you guys brought the entire Denver team here. <laughs> Not quite. I mean, trust me, the entire Denver team wanted to come. Uh, we do have 300 PAX 8 employees from around the world. We're, we have almost 1,600 employees, so we're only able to bring a small fraction. Yeah. But the critical folks, uh, not that the people that aren't here aren't critical, they absolutely are, but some of the more um, critical folks as far as on the front lines, banking decisions and, and uh, 
uh, bringing stuff to market. I mean, those are the, the people that are here, you know, a lot of account managers. And, and then we just got staff from the other, every other part of our organization here. So, Well, it certainly, you know, makes a huge impact. And, you know, having them all over the venue to help point us in the right direction and give guidance and stuff, that's, yeah. that's a testament to you. Now, the other point was, yes, every other conference, you might have one or two of the execs. You guys look like you had the whole exec team here. Yeah. I mean, between Nick and Scott, and um, I mean, it was the panel at the press briefing. Yep. You know, Ryan Walsh. Ryan, yeah, all Carolyn, across the Karen board. Goals, yeah. Um, so that seemed a little different. Was that like you guys wanted to make that impact and have everybody here and yeah. everybody speak? Yeah, we absolutely do. And and you're actually going to see a little bit more of that throughout the rest of the conference because again. I, you know, it's easy because I, I, you know, I emcee these things. I've, I've got, I, I know how to do this cold. But one of the things that I'm going to be doing is introducing other executives that are going to be introducing other sessions just to, again, get some more face time for some of the people that are literally living and breathing every single day, waking up and making decisions on, on PAX8's behalf, on the MSP behalf. So, you know, I think it's important and critical that, that our partner base see, see these people, know who they are, uh, get their thoughts, hear their passion, those kinds of things. So you're going to see more of that. But on the opposite side, you know, we have our, our CFO here is a perfect example. Like he's, um, we want uh, all of our organization to understand the journey of the MSP. And really, I mean, you can't really understand the managed services space unless you're going to come out and actually spend time with managed service providers and really know what what they're like, you know, what they're thinking, what keeps them up at night. So, you know, again, that's, it's, it's, yes, we want to deliver great content for our actual partners, but this is also for a lot of our folks, a lot of our staff who have never necessarily been engaged with MSBs to come out here and do this. There was a big emphasis on what you guys now have. I'm thinking it's a three-pronged approach. In the beginning, pax was all about disruption. Absolutely. And now there's a huge emphasis on community, yeah. which is what you just spoke to, yeah. the fact that not... Not only are they here, but they're engaging, they're listening. I mean, we were trying to start this interview and somebody walked up to you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'd like for you to see to do these things. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I think a lot of the vendors in our industry need. They need involvement and direct interaction. Completely agree. And uh, So with that in mind, you've already mentioned that this is going to happen again. Uh, what other types of things do you think you're bringing to PAX-8 and that PAX-8 will be doing over the next one, two, three years to make that community involvement, you know, better. Yeah, I think part of the challenge that a lot of, of vendors have, and I think it's a traditional issue that we have in the managed services space, and it, it goes back to even when I started in this space, where you have these vendors that tend to focus on the managed service providers. They're, they themselves, these vendors are small businesses, then they grow and then they grow and then they grow. And scalability becomes a massive problem. You start seeing flaws in account management. You start seeing flaws in technical support. And not only that, but even just the characters, the individuals, which in, in most cases, when you're talking to some of the smaller vendors, it's usually the CEO is the one that's like out there at the booth or out there troubleshooting issues and things like that. So as these organizations, and pax no different, you know, we're growing 1,600 employees almost, like I mentioned. It's important that you still maintain that contact. You still maintain that face. You still maintain that, that kind of bridge between the managed service provider, the one that's actually out there on the front line fighting the battle, and the vendor that's producing the technology. Otherwise, you know, you're just calling into a, 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 a press one for this, press two for that, and hope somebody answers and, and is able to yeah. help. And, you know, we built this organization on 
the backs of the managed service providers. We've got to make sure that we continue to carry them and, and continue to engage with that because we're only going to be successful and only going to be able to continue to grow this if we have the managed services providers buy-in. And the community aspect of that is going to be a critical part of it. So, you know, that's part of the reason why I joined uh, PAX 8 and why we're going to continue that. Um, there's a lot of learnings that are coming out of Beyond as well. We're trying some new things here that we think that maybe we can take to market. Like we, we were just talking before we went on air about the security lab here. Yep. Some really cool stuff that we're doing here to try to raise technical uh, security, technical prowess of the MSPs. These are all things that we can continue to play around with, find what's interesting, bring out, and then do it again, and then do it again, and then do it again. Yeah, the uh, security uh, shop, I mean, there's... The design of the workshops and the breakout sessions, mm-hmm. um, I like mm-hmm. the way that they are. Um, you don't have to go to this and that. You mm-hmm. can choose. Mm-hmm. Um, now, some of them are limited space yeah. <laughs> just because yeah. uh, of, of necessity and stuff. But the ability to have you know, the different tracks and the different breakout sessions... Uh, I like the I like the way it's it's looking. Well, it's it goes back again. If you if you're looking, you know, and I've, I learned this a few years ago. When you look at the actual managed service provider, who is it that comes to these conferences? Sometimes it's the CEO, sometimes it's the service manager, sometimes it's the marketing folks, sometimes it's the tech. So you really have to have content that's designed for each of them. So that you're not just wandering around. Like if you're technical and there's only sales and marketing content on there, you're you're probably going to leave. Um, so it's important, and you know we focused on on those personas to make sure that we actually had uh, something for everybody, and regardless of what your role is, you know you also see with us and 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 the managed service providers, you know you're we're SMBs, and a lot of these are smaller MSPs or smaller businesses. Sometimes you might want to be in the CEO track and the sales and marketing track or the tech track or something along those lines. So you know having that content. We're also, you know, very blessed here at Pax 8 by the fact that we actually have our academy team, Rex Frank's team, um, because like these, these are former MSPs. Uh, it, 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 they are delivering this content. They work for Pax 8. We have this content available in our academy for it as well. So the fact that we can actually bring this on the road and be able to produce this content for something that they do already, we're we're really fortunate that we actually have that because we kind of already understand it. And then kind of deliver the the best content without wasting anybody's time. Yeah, content is key, as they always tell me. When you do a podcast or uh, when you do anything, content is key. You know, what is the reason that people come here? They right. want to learn. Right. They want to figure out how to run their business better. They yeah. want to learn the stack that's going to help them. You know, protect their client. And of course, we want to make money. But right. Right. Yeah. If you go to a conference and yeah, it was a really fun party, but you didn't really learn anything, or you're not walking away with takeaways to help your business, you're wasting your time. Right. Yeah. So, of all the things that you've brought to the conference, of course, the big announcement this morning, CrowdStrike is now a part of the Pax8 family mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, what brought that about? Do you know, uh, were you involved in that yeah. in any way? Um, uh, it's, if you think about, uh, and we're, we're going to continue to see this shift, and I think it's a, it's, a, it's a big, huge pat on the back for the managed services space, because, um, you know, I, I, I'll use this as an example, because I, I belong to a bunch of, of peer groups, other executives, other channel chiefs, um, and, you know, a couple of these are actually more enterprise vendors, and I've been invited into a lot of these groups, because they're trying to figure out the managed services space. So you have these large vendors that have done really well in enterprise, really well with direct business, and now we're, they're starting to find that managed service providers are going up market. They're starting to call that mid-tier market, and that mid-tier market end user is saying, I'm not going to do business with you. You have to talk to my MSP. 
and then these enterprise companies are calling the MSP, and the MSP is going, I, you don't have a channel program. I'm not signing a three-year contract. You know, I'm being held, you know, with the bill and all, like all the things as to why there's certain technology that's up market that's just not available down market. So what happens is you take a look at an organization, these organizations, and they're like, we want a piece of the MSP market. We want the SMB market. But to go back and build an SMB team or a partner program, those are not easy things to do. Um, so why not take in and use somewhat of an easy button in an organization like PAX8 to be able to enable these vendors to be able to bring that technology here, but in MSP terms? You know, things like month-to-month contracts, recurring revenue, affordable, enough meat on the bone that you're going to make some revenue from it. So now all of a sudden, you know, and I, I do believe at some point, you're going to start as an MSP, be able to start offering enterprise class technologies in a consumable recurring revenue the way we like to do business in the SMB part. And we're making some pretty big bets here on Pax8 that that's going to be the future. That seems to be a nice win-win-win for everybody because Mm -hmm. obviously it works for us as the MSPs. Mm -hmm. It works for the the smaller emerging vendors Mm -hmm. for them to get into the MSP market Mm -hmm. or to get their brand up and going Mm -hmm. with somebody established like Pax8. And for those enterprise customers that you talked about that maybe they wouldn't take, you know, customers under 200 users or whatever, um, or a 10-user customer. Now they can, you know, do that through the Pax8, you know, partnership. Uh, So a win-win-win. Seems really nice. Now, the number of vendors here, did I hear correctly, 86? 86 vendors are here, yes. That's a lot. It is a lot. And... And they're not all a part of your line card. No, so not. it's not like these are all Pax8 friends. That's this correct. Is, this is a lot That's of correct. vendors. I, I'm a big believer in open ecosystem. A really big believer in it. Like we're all, like high tides float all boats, right? Raise, raise all boats. I'm a really, really big believer in that. And, you know, for me, when you have organizations that aren't necessarily on the Pax8 line card now, um, you know, there's a twofold, twofold reason why they're here. A, they're part of our ecosystem, Like. Right? There are our Pax8 partners that are using this technology. They're not consuming it through Pax8, but they're part of our ecosystem. Why wouldn't we want them to be here and be a part of this? And then hopefully they're seeing enough value add and then what Pax8 is bringing to the table that maybe one day they will want to be part of that card. So, you know, for us, it's um, uh, maintaining that open ecosystem, being friendly to everybody. Me cutting vendors or technologies or people that you're using out of my conference isn't going to help anybody. Well, I can tell you this. That is why he is senior vice president of <laughs> the ecosystem. I think it's more to that. It's like communities and, and ecosystems. Communities and ecosystems. Yeah. So, Rob Ray, um, I know I grabbed you away. I know there's also uh, lunch coming up, so I'd like to let you get back to that. But thank you, my friend, for stopping uh, anytime, by, anytime. kicking this off. We should let listeners know uh, registration is already open because – it's already been determined that this will happen again next year. Yes, we are going to be doing Beyond 24. It's going to be back here in Denver, Colorado. Um, we have opened registrations only here at the actual event right now. We're letting the uh, partners that made the trip out this year to sign up for next well, year. But thank you for the heads up put, there. Yeah, <laughs> we will put that online shortly so that people can register. And, and hopefully you'll join us. So the goal is to make this the best, the largest MSP event in the world. And based on so far what we've been able to do with our first event, we're not going to be far off. I don't think so. And basically, the other reason is having it here at the Gaylord, fantastic venue, yeah. 
beautiful venue yeah. and they're expanding they're still adding Very on so, yeah. so uh come here next year you don't have to leave the hotel to yeah. get any of the experiences the only downside is a little rain yes so. <laughs> it does seem to rain every day for about 10 minutes it's odd but yeah it that's happens. typical for denver well we're used to that in florida mm-hmm. um but it's usually in the afternoon mm. for 10 minutes mm-hmm. Um, this one, we had the thunderstorms and stuff, but still a great place, a great venue. So look forward to that and uh, look forward to the registration folks. You'll find it on PAX 8 and hopefully we'll have a lot more great content coming to you. I want to get a copy of those videos. That's what I want to do. I would love to share them. Absolutely. <laughs> get those. And for people that missed out, they should see it. Absolutely. Thank so, you. Rob, thanks for hanging out. And uh, Always a pleasure, see you soon. Friend. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with more from PAX 8 Beyond in Denver.